0: And welcome back, fans, to High School Sunday. This is your host, David Wright, along with Kevin Cole, Buzz Frank. Welcome back, everybody.
1: Hey. Glad to be back.
0: Hey, it's it's week, what is it, seven or eight? or? Uh, yeah. What are the advocates <laughs> over there saying? I've kind of lost track. Well, we know, it's district playtime. That's the main thing.
2: Wait a minute, Dave. I seen Buzz bring a book in with a bunch of names on it.
1: Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Don't forget, I have something out in the car I need to give you.
2: Okay. And he was pointing so- at Dave. I, I, can you hear me? Yes. Can yeah. You, okay. Yeah. So, Dave, uh, Buzz, is, is this the U of L book that you brought in? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Do you know some people?
1: I know yeah. lots of people, but none of them in that book. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a basketball story. Yeah. It's right. oh, a yes. basketball yeah. story. And uh, Well, let's
2: talk about the Courier Journal for a second. We
1: per, we pretend to be football guys anyway, Kevin. Yeah, there <laughs> you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Friday's paper, all the Metro schools that were playing, mm-hmm. and they lead off the upper half of the Courier Journal with Saint the – St. Patrick's Day Parade. Yeah, with the St. X Trinity game, which no doubt is the biggest game in –
0: Close yeah. to the biggest game. They always lead off with me, Lucky Charms,
2: and and all these other schools, <laughs> the, the the normal South End schools are just little blip. There was only two reporting two little blips in the paper. I don't know if it's the schools not reporting or Jason Frakes and all them guys over there. Tim Sullivan, I think he's a um, he's, he's a reporter, yeah. yeah. Well, he's, but all I mean, there's nothing that hey, the Courier Journal started off great at the beginning of the season with the high school report. Now, it ain't even worth picking up a paper.
0: One thing I'm getting you know, maybe a little bit of fairness to the CJ is uh I have the absence. I haven't seen any material by Bob White in a while.
2: Uh he's did uh the last one I seen was a golf story
0: he did. Oh, okay. Well, but there's only uh we'll miss two him little on the football beat I think yeah. he does a great job. Two
2: little blips in the paper, Fern Creek and Southern and Ballard and Seneca. Now, I don't know if it's the other all the other teams town Eastern Atherton Faraday, uh Ballard Seneca,
1: I had more than that right here, look, no, I'm saying,
2: oh, I know right there the the box scores are all there, oh yeah, yeah. but the uh little little sections of what they tell what the schools have done
1: I, I got you now, okay,
2: uh, you know there's just it's it's weak reporting,
1: well, they probably don't have a budget for that, I mean, if you stop and think about it now the uh, it's either in in Louisville, you got to cover the big colleges, and now you've got you've got to, they've got to throw somebody onto Western because Western's now the top notch of college, and then you've got to, you've got to pay respects to the pros, and. To be quite honest, Kevin, I think most of the people around Louisville don't pay attention that much to high school sports. I mean, look at the crowds that that's, are in the stands on Thursday it, or Friday it, it, night. That's what I was late.
2: told by some famous yeah. radio people. Is it, they it, don't care about high school. All yeah. they care about is UK and U of L.
1: If you got if you gotta sell papers, you gotta to go to what's gonna sell you the papers. And so that's why you lead off with the Trinity St. X game on a on a Friday Friday morning when there were games on Thursday night. And it it's why you see so much about U of L and UK?
2: Well, I talked to a, a famous uh, male alum. Is uh, it Bill Fryrear?
1: Well, there were a bunch of Fryrears. Uh, the one that pro-
2: refereed our last game, 1980. Yeah, he was a white hat out there, and he was up in the press box evaluating the. Um, Officials for the uh, the Fern Creek Fairdale game. I could save and him
0: a lot of trouble and just send me a questionnaire.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking about how there's nothing in there anymore, and that how all week long the mail manual game was all about. You know, all week long it was mail manual game. Yeah. You know, back in
0: the day when it was uh, the time when it probably drew uh, more fans than
1: uh, probably some college games. Yeah. 15 to 20,000 people year year in and year out. But it's a different era now too, you know. And again, I as much as I'm on on the same side that you're on in, in this thing, I think if you look at the total perspective, newspaper sales are going down. Oh and, yeah. And so with that your budget goes down or you're putting more into the uh, internet kind of stuff, the electronic media. And so with that, you don't have the people who can go out there and sit there and, and watch a game. But
2: Well, now, my honest opinion, the Courage Journal started going down when that manual alumni guy <laughs> took over the Curry Journal. Jackson, Wesley Jackson. Oh boy, oh, boy. here we go.
1: <laughs> Drop us a note or don't go <laughs> radio at TWC.com. Uh, I think it was going down way before that, to be honest. To me, they, they started going... He's still a playing weight.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, just kidding. Don't, yeah. Come, <laughs> don't come at me. If you... Uh,
1: I go back to when they, when they ceased production of the Louisville Times. Oh, great, to good where great you had, point. Where you had two sets of writers. that Yeah, they combined some stories, but you had two sets of writers that had to basically compete against each other. Now there's no real competition unless you count the Voice Tribune, and uh, and and at that point, then it was all one thing. And then Pioneer Gannett News. Gannett came in, and and you started getting you know the USA Today stuff. And
2: now, came. of course, the Pioneer News only has three high schools out there to cover most most time, I guess, but they designate one whole page first of all they designate one whole page to youth out there and then they the the one paper they only do it twice a week and the other paper is nothing but all high school football i mean you know you almost got two and a half pages
1: that's what but that's what
2: but they only have three teams three teams
0: out there
1: and that's what their that's what their people want to see if they want to see the other stuff they can go to the courier journal
0: And you wonder how soon it will be. And I have been talking about this for the last couple of years. When are you going to see the Archdiocese seriously think about opening up a school in Bullock County? With the growing population, one thinks it might happen soon. Probably not. No, (laughs) I've got two reasons it won't happen. But I tell you what, if they build it, they would probably come.
1: Well, but... You know, something like that takes a lot of green, and I don't think that's going to go out there. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think there's a lot of green that would keep that from happening. And Just saying. It is the season. Getting back to the Louisville Times, boy, it, it, the Courier was the morning paper, the mm-hmm. Times was the uh, the afternoon. and the, Which one had the Sunday scene? Was that the Courier? No, I think you, that was the Times. The, the Times, Times had
1: this. I think it was the Saturday scene that they had, and then they did have a combined edition on Sunday. So
0: it was a nice color section. That, yeah. it, was, yeah. it was a nice piece of work. It's uh something that's been gone for quite some time all things pass I guess technology moves on right and uh, the Courier-Journal if you follow them online on Friday nights when we're not playing I'll, I'll dial it in and there's there's live updates of the games I'll give them that much credit yeah. there's up to, up to the second something updates. that we're
1: working on on our stuff on old goat radio so. yeah
0: we're working on that so with software development let's take a look look at uh should we ask for donations yeah, <laughs> contact us at Old Radio at twc dot com. Kevin, when you were out last week, I, I put out the uh, I put out the call for the old McGregor clear shell football helmets. Wanted to know if we actually got a couple responses of those old helmets. I found out uh, one of our players' fathers has an old Butler helmet, a red one from the nineteen seventy season, and then our friend Mike Jutz. Can we say that on air? Yeah, yeah, he's got a McGregor. Manual football helmet with the horn underneath the fiberglass oh, shell.
2: Oh, he said. I remember those. Uh, yeah, if you look that at was the before nin- our playing days. But.
0: but if you look at the 1979 team picture, you'll see a couple of McGregors in front of our team. And I was like, boy, if I could have got my paws on one of those. Hmm. Somewhere around here. You know, I was. That's what I was telling my son. Somewhere out here, are these helmets. How we
2: used to get our jerseys. I asked him. I said, How did you get? How do you get your football pants? He said they're in a bucket, and we just, you know, a basket. We just grab what the really? ones. Really, I said, do you know what we used to have to do? We used to have to line up, and they'd open the drawer up, but you had to go through the steel cage first, yeah. under yeah. lock yeah. and key, to even get to it. And, and they would hand you the jersey and, and the, the pants, pants and, and check the socks your, and check your name off
0: and the socks. Yeah, bring them back. Yeah, and uh, th- you know that was something. Yeah, I remember standing there in line. It was like some big deal they're pulling out some big wooden drawers. And you're like, you know what, Ka- what's we- it going to be this week? Is it white? Is it the gray pants or the reds? We'll find out here shortly. I believe those. Uh,
1: we had no choices. Wood- <laughs> we wore red every night, every Friday my senior year.
2: Oh, that's before manual got money. Well,
1: obviously. But it- those
2: drawers were, I bet they were uh- – Drafting paper
0: drawers. That's what they seem like. Yeah, it yeah, looked like yeah. some kind of drafting cabinet. Where you keep huge. the papers. Yeah, yeah. pull them on out. And but there would be your jersey with your your name was be taped on the drawer. Yeah. Who was that guy who did that laundry?
1: Harvey did. Harvey you know, Sanders did the laundry.
0: Well, ours was at the school.
1: Oh, well, I wouldn't so,
0: know that. Well, if it was here, I'm sure when you're playing days, Harvey, yeah, Harvey did the Harvey laundry. Did the laundry, the laundry and maybe everything everything. They, they did equipment. them here, and they we brought had brought them over there. We yep. had to
1: remember our uh, own number. They wouldn't put our names with <laughs> them. So I, the, wore, I had a different number. Was every it week. in the locker just room where, they,
0: where the jerseys were kept, or was it? Uh, no, they kept
1: them down in that little room in between the two lock. That little room, just right off the where the baseball locker room is now. Okay, yeah, that that's so they, where everything was. Yeah, all our equipment was, was in there. Right stored
0: in there where they yeah. uh, they call wow. it the officials' locker room now.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we the officials, there. yeah, the Paint officials silver. met in that other other okay. little one. Like if you're going in the main door to the baseball locker room, that little door on the left was the officials. Okay, the one on the one on the right. Uh just right next to the fence was the oh. one where the uniforms were.
0: Okay. And that's where they stayed even in the off season. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thanks, Harvey. You did a great job. Yeah. I Maybe mean, you think about it. a guy had to take care of the field, the stadium itself, and the laundry. Yeah. Full time job. Certainly. You wonder how many times he was sitting there griping with the the old bottle of whisk out there. <laughs> <laughs> He's stubborn <laughs> <crass tamed. laughs> That's terrible. You try scrubbing it out, <laughs> warsing it on. Ring around the jersey. <laughs> 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 well, there was some games played on Thursday night. Ballard took on Seneca. I've had conflicting scores on this one. I've heard sixty three yeah, to six, fifty seven to six. It uh Coach Leeser, eventually, if they give him time over there at Seneca, he's he's going to turn that program around and do it the right way.
1: He's got to have players, though. I mean, yeah, their numbers were, were very, very thin.
0: Very thin. A disciplined school that needs
2: you know needs discipline. That, coach. When they get the the players in, they get a coach that's got some discipline.
0: A lot of the kids leave. Ballard, you know, we we've seen them in person. That's a good football team. Mm-hmm. And as uh, much as expected, that was a district game. Much-needed one for the Bruins, so an easy win for them on the road. Doss and Aroquois neighborhood rivalry. I can't remember who I picked in this game. I might have went with the Raiders.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure who I picked. I I, I think I made have picked Doss, but only because my boss went to Doss. Who uh, won? Doss did, Dossed right?
0: 20 By to 10? 20-7. Se- oh, okay. And then it was. this was one of the games covered in the paper. Of course, it was the... And I guess it would have been the game of the week. You had undefeated male host and PRP who'd come off the loss to the green teams mm-hmm. coming in 4-2, and two, and you thought, well, we'll find out if PRP is a legitimate team. We didn't find out much because they lost by the exact same score they lost to Trinity by after they had given St. X a run for their money. They came away with a 44-0 loss.
1: Well, I mentioned this last week. If I'm PRP's <laughs> coach, I'm going to my athletic director and saying, what are <laughs> you trying, trying to do to do me? me?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, – well, you're, you're buzzing along 4-0. Oh, yeah. And then you play Trinity, okay. Yeah. And then you, you play St. X, okay, and then you're going to play Mayo. That's enough to uh, – it's a Bermuda Triangle. And with the physicality of those three games, you wonder what's left in the tank from the yeah. team.
1: Well, the district schedule you can't do much about. But that Trinity to play, game. play – set the Trinity game right before the district. And I'm all for playing tough games, but there's a limit.
0: Yeah,
2: w- wasn't we ter- to- told by a little birdie that mail probably wouldn't be that good at the beginning of this year?
0: What wasn't that told to us? Somebody whispered something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. But uh, this freshman
2: class, uh, like they said, they've been waiting for this freshman class. Let's see what they have next year. Let's just wait till next year on <laughs> mail. <laughs> yeah, let's just see what they got.
0: They're twenty six. I did hear this on the uh, on television Friday night. Here we are. They're 7-0 on the season. They have this week off. They've given up a grand total of 26 points on the year, 13 to Trinity. They said that's the least amount given up by a male team since 1970.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, but you know what?
0: I think they may have that wrong. When the playoffs. Seven. Well, I'll have to, go to check yeah, the records.
1: Yeah, that. 70 may have been almost as good, but I don't think anybody's been better than that yeah, 67 60, defense. When yeah. the
2: playoffs come, who are you going to put your money on, male or Trinity? Male. Really? Yeah. No. No way. I'm going with Trinity. Well
0: it gets to, you know
1: It's it's hard it's hard to argue with your logic, but you know, at some point in time mail's gonna break through it looks like
0: any blind dog. Oh sorry. <laughs> <Three> <laughs> ways I'm, yeah, away. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not I'm
1: not convinced mail's gonna finish the season undefeated, but they are the best team. Uh
0: they don't have
2: very uh, very tough schedule the rest of the way. They've got uh they say next next week, and then
0: manual and then <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, <they're laughs> yeah, I mean they've already they've already, already played Trinity, video, I'm, not, I'm sure not sure how much tougher you could get <laughs> for a schedule, Kevin <laughs> yeah. last I
1: saw the Bengals aren't coming to town to play a high school game, I'm
0: thinking of p r p oh okay, <laughs> and they've got their work laid out for we we'll, yeah, we'll talk about we'll kind yeah. of get to the district standings right now, or why not? We'll do it right now, mail's two and on the district mm-hmm. PRP's uh, dropped a game to uh, Mail and Saint That puts them at zero two.
1: Yeah, Butler's zero two.
0: Butler's zero two. Emmanuel and, and Saint are in the middle at one and zero. Yeah, Mail finishes out with Western. That'll be another small game. Yeah. yeah, that's a yeah. That's one of those rest up games and. Boy, I
2: tell you what, their second, and third, fourth string ought to be good at
0: mail. And then the Western coach ought to be asking their ID. Come on, man, we're <laughs> getting ready. Why? <laughs> we're to the yeah. Why do you want to schedule these guys? What do you do? I mean, you know you're going to get smoked. You put yeah. your just start
2: your JVs and save your all your other guys, or just get them out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's or give up the 35 quickly and then just watch the clock run. Yeah. 36. 36.
1: Yeah. No, no, if you get to 35.
0: I thought 36. It starts running. 35.
1: Give us a call, yeah, <laughs> at Old go Radio, Radio TWC dot com.
0: There's our, I guess our old friends out there in uh, Fern Creek can answer that. The Fern Creek Tigers moved to six and one on the year. No problem knocking off Southern thirty nine to zip. Southern, I believe, is one of those schools that's got a good first quarter in them. Yeah, yeah.
2: In Fern Creek's re- new coach, um, um, he was the athletic director at um, Bullet Central, and uh, head coach at Ferndale.
0: Before Miller was there, you know, Josh and the guys have got it going out there at Fern Creek. And Fern Creek is, does have it going on. And who they
2: have out there doing the stats? Pete White, best stat man in Jefferson Absolutely. County, Always. probably
0: in the state of Kentucky. That's right. Always takes care of the goats, even though he's not with the Crimson staff anymore. care more, of me, yeah. And they're prompt. Good they come guy. Right on out. Yeah. Good guy. A lot of fun. I'm happy to see them do three it. Three so pages well. of stats. Yeah. When when he was done, three
2: pages. You can't beat that.
0: Quality. Yeah. Absolutely quality. I mean, it's great would you stuff. not
2: want a Pete White for, working for you? Would, I if, miss him
0: here. Yeah. I mean, every quarter. <laughs> 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 I mean, he makes a great broadcast. When and you he, got the he, stats. he tweets them, too. Uh, takes yeah. a picture and tweets them, too. Yeah, he does a good job on Bluegrass uh, preps giving a capsule of his of his teams. They really got it going on out there. and uh, the Hopefully, com- Fern Creek will cherish what they have. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah because it's, the school's always had pretty good community support out there.
1: Yeah. I've, I've got to def- defer. We we got a note here uh, uh, from one of our fans that any time the score differential reaches 36 points or more, the following changes will be made re- regarding rules Determining when the clock will be stopped, so that it is thirty-six points when the I'll be darned. Who said thirty-six? Kevin, I said I, I Kevin? <laughs> yeah, <but> didn't <laughs> say my <laughs> name. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the credit, Kevin. So, anybody out there uh, who wants to uh, send us a note and, and congratulate <laughs> Kevin for being right <laughs> once, one time, <laughs> <laughs> Old Goat Radio at TWC.com.
2: Reason why I know that's because I've seen it a few times in this year and last year.
1: So it takes six scores. It takes
0: six scores, and we were uh, the week before last. We were home on homecoming night against the Western Warriors, and we were up 34 to nothing before the half. And there was an extra point that the snap was bobbled, and we tried to toss it up in the end zone for a two-pointer. It was incomplete. We were thinking this, that well, could have started the clock. And I don't. If, and correct me if I'm
2: wrong. It won't start till the second half.
1: No, it, it'll start. It'll start in the first half? It started in the first quarter, of the manual Seneca game. Manual scored okay. 37 the first quarter, and the clock ran the rest of the game.
2: Okay, I knew I couldn't be right twice in a row.
1: <laughs> yes. I wonder what year they started that uh, clock rule. It was 40, was it 42, 43 points for a while, something like that? I think
0: like it that. was, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that maybe says something about the state of uh, football here in Kentucky. These, these blowouts now are. It's, it's, there's more blowouts than there are competitive games. How,
2: how about at the end of the first quarter, you go to the opposing coach and say, You want a running clock?
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Give me a running clock. You Get this to, game over with. Or know, maybe they, they can agree to eight minute game
1: basketball. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, the coaches can agree.
2: How come there's such a big difference between basketball, baseball, and football as far as the alignment of the schools and all that kind of stuff. I don't they understand. Just, they just tried to vote for an alignment. I believe it was in baseball.
1: Well, baseball is aligned with the same districts as n- football.
2: Not uh, 4A, 5A, 6A like that. No, all the classifications. Right, right. Base, Yeah, there,
1: there's no classification there. I'm sorry, baseball and basketball are aligned the same. Because
2: way. somebody was saying we'll never win. We'll never win a state title if uh, we're you know, aligned with these you know, the way it is now, the smaller
1: schools. It kind of – there's been talk about, like you said, baseball. I don't know that basketball will ever do it. There are still – Indiana realigned and went to class basketball years ago, and there's still people over there who gripe
0: about it. I think they lost a lot doing that.
1: However, the 2A and 1A and they're 3A happy. schools that have won state championships, they're, they're still a state champion. So, yeah. you know, it's hard to argue one way or the other, really. Tradition versus – Every kid gets a trophy. Yeah. Yep.
0: Central, another team we've seen this year, forty-six more six. I thought maybe that more would keep this game a little closer. That uh, maybe uh, the first two teams we played this year, Buzz, are going to turn out to be really good football teams come playoff time, and Fern Creek and and then Central are probably right there. I I
2: didn't think it was such a blowout. I I thought it would be a better blowout. uh, Forty-six to six is not a blowout.
1: <laughs> I have no response. <laughs> they score. Kevin has us. succeeded in doing the almost impossible, shutting me up.
2: Uh, then Central has Thomas Nelson, uh, Bardstown, Henry County, and PRP.
0: And Henry County undefeated on the year, but you've got to figure sooner or later
1: that bubble's going to burst. Henry County's a good team, but yep. they're in the same district. As you Central. know, yep.
2: I was thinking of the Central Wagner score, twenty-one to six. Was Wagner? That was it. That was last week. Wagner's
1: Wagner's a better team. I've got a little bit of a report on the Wagner Bardstown game. If you get whenever you guys are ready for it.
0: Okay. Just
1: uh, just tell me when, Dave.
0: Okay. Eastern forty-two, J-Town seven. Uh, J-Town is a lot like Seneca this year. They're just starting to put the blocks back in place.
1: Well, and they had to step up in class at the same time. You got a new coach coming in, uh, stepping up from five A to six A. And I, to be honest with you, I thought this was going to be a closer game. Uh, I, I'm not surprised that Eastern won the game, but I am surprised that they did it this convincingly. And uh, But I don't know everything that's gone on at J-Town. Um, Coach Stonebreaker is trying to, as Kevin said, put some discipline back in. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I heard also that they're getting uh, uh, some good things about the, the discipline and, and all that mm-hmm. about the kids out yeah. there.
1: And I think it's going to go a long way toward bringing them back to more respectability, but these things take time.
0: Go ahead and give us that report on the Wagner-Bardstown game. Well,
1: (laughs) the the final score was was pretty close, but uh, Bardstown jumped up early. We all know that Bardstown's a tough place to play anyway, Uh, but it seems that (laughs) to make it worse, the bus broke down for the Wildcats as they were traveling to Bardstown. <laughs> oh, boy. And they only got to to Bardstown like maybe 40 minutes before the game started. So they had oh. limited time to warm up. They came out uh along with that um their quarterback is out. So they're taking a uh a cornerback and having him run as a quarterback doing the read option. Oh. And uh but we're fairly successful and scored what could have been a touchdown that would have brought the score to 28 to 26, but there was an inadvertent whistle. Go figure. Oh, yeah, on the road. <laughs> on the road. And uh, and so what would have been an 80-yard touchdown was called back to where the point of gain. And a kid got hurt on that play, and it just took the wind out of their sense. Oh.
2: There was an inadvertent whistle against uh, Fairdale and – Burn Creek, uh, number five, that Kinslow Mm -hmm. was intercepted and was running it back. He ran it back for a touchdown, I believe it was him and an inverted whistle at the 40-yard line. They yeah. had to bring it back oh. to that. And it,
1: You know, those those things happen as, as part of the game. But uh, If
2: I kept the whistle in my mouth while I was running, you'd hear a <laughs> twink,
0: twink, 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 every time. Kind of like basketball. Sometimes I think those referees call a foul
1: so they can catch their breath. Yeah. If, if I kept the whistle in my mouth while I was running, you'd hear uh, <laughs> a that'd be about it. Uh, but the Wagner is, is – Uh, A much-improved team. I think in their case it helped changing classes because they dropped down. Now, Bardstown, we know, has got a good program. They've already played Central, and they've got Henry County coming up this week. So, you know, that's kind of the gauntlet in their district, if you want to think about it.
2: also heard Fern Creek has a lot of transfers, too. Coming in. Coming in, or or are they there now or not?
1: Uh, Well, that happened for Wagner, too. Yeah, I know that Wagner did. Wagner got eight in, and they are all all – Good.
2: Good good. Yeah. Start spreading the wealth out. Yeah. Start going to these other schools. Get
0: some P T there. Yeah, you're oh, gonna playing get time. and these
2: schools are not bad. I'm telling you a lot of these South End schools, you know, and I don't know if Fern Creek's involved in that or not, but they got English as a second language school, you know, classes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you've got twenty, thirty different countries represented in these schools. You know, the uh top three or four schools around here, they they take who they wanna take. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, so these schools with the bad test scores and all that are not that bad of schools. You you just, you've got a mixture of people in there that they have to take mm-hmm. because you, these kids got to go to school somewhere.
0: Right, yeah. Well, Valley, 44, Shawnee Zip, and uh, there's, do we need to say much more about that one it's, other than that it was about what we expect.
2: Valley has a um, yeah, devious Brooks. Oh, yeah. He's a receiver. And that's his real name, Devious wow. Brooks, number 5 for Valley. Watch out for this kid. He is a good receiver. He's cocky and he's uh <laughs> but he can back it up. I watched him rip the ball right out of somebody's hands and uh for
1: a touchdown. It seems like they've got four wins on the year for the first time in four or five years, I believe. They're they? not
2: yeah. a bad team. 4 and 2 on
1: the on the year.
2: Yeah, they're um they've uh they lost to PRP forty-eight twenty. They beat Atherton forty-four to thirteen. Valley, I mean, then they beat Arcoys thirty-four to twenty, and they beat Moore. This was a tough game for them, was 28-21. but then Fairdale trounced them fifty-four to twenty-six, and then Valley just killed uh, Shawnee forty-four to six. Now they have Western, John Harden, and Ridge County, so they might they all might all winnable games. All winnable, maybe not John Harden. I don't know. That'll but be a pretty cool, good game. They'll
0: probably end up with a winning record.
2: Yeah, and then they'll probably win their district. And something
0: to build on for next year. And that's and the
2: place that's got the coach that's got um, Campos is a coach. His son's a, uh, he's assistant coach. His son's a quarterback. And then you have uh, John L. Smith's son, Nick Smith, is another coach there. So, uh, I think he's calling the offense. So they know what's going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, They know what's going on out there. They've got that beautiful gymnasium built out there. One wonders if they've got enough lobbying power to uh, renovate that football field. The harbor. The harbor. Viking harbor. And and renovate the baseball field while you're at it, too. our listeners out there who can remember when the Viking uh, Harbor Football Stadium actually had the old dial cl- clock, play clock, like you see the old Walt Disney movies, where there was actually a clock with the hand moving around? <laughs> it goes I, back away.
1: I remember seeing those live. Oh, never mind. Oh boy,
0: <laughs> how accurate were In they? the NFL? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin, I'm sure you witnessed this one live, and I, I was informed and I was shocked this morning that Atherton put up 18 points early on the Fairdale Bulldogs.
2: Yeah, they number 22. They call him Q. He he's one of their main running backs, Clinton Hayden. Yeah, he's he's pretty good, and he ran. I know I think he ran an interception back 99 yards. Oh boy. Something like That's that. It's a long way. It
1: looks like here he ran it from scrimmage, 99-yard run and then he had an 80-yard run, both of those in the first quarter.
2: Yeah, he's he's their main guy and then their quarterback is um I of forgot his name. But they're a good team. They're not they're not the um Atherton of old. I mean, they, their numbers are down. They got cool looking helmets now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got I'm all little... about their uniforms. Yeah, 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 we they're are. Great, well dressed. That. That's what brings kids to some of these schools. Yeah, yeah it is.
0: It's the helmets. It's the jerseys. But that stuff sells. Uh, they, they're
2: not, and they got. And their stud is the number forty four. Oh, I can't think, a- Allen or something like that. He's a lineman. <laughs> he, he lined up in the backfield. He's he's good. Um, I'll get his name, but um, so yeah, it was um, eighteen to six in the first quarter. Then uh Ferdos finally got untracked and started scoring. Uh Dylan Garcia had a whale of a game. Uh he passed for two hundred and fifty five yards. Wow. And Jalen Trotter, um he was a recipient of a couple of good passes, and so was uh number seven, Anthony Smith, who caught some nice passes and one of them should have been a touchdown, but he got horse collared at the one yard line. Yikes. What Um, did your old Max Cole do? Max had three touchdowns. He had a few block kicks, and he had one two-point conversion. And um, David Harris, he came in there. He's like the bus. Mm -hmm. And he had about 125 yards rushing. And I think Max had around 190 yards rushing. Pretty good night. almost And Dylan Garcia
0: had about 10 yards rushing about 60 almost 60 points on the night after trailing early by
1: double digits
0: quite quite a game. Very
1: windy out there. See a young man named Jordan Brock score. Yeah, Jordan, 51 yard yeah, run in the fourth quarter. That was huh.
2: a nice Jordan came in at quarterback. Oh really? In the uh, fourth quarter there at the end and uh, I see Jordan Brock being the the future quarterback of for at least next year or if uh heaven forbid uh, Garcia get hurt. Um yeah, Jordan did a nice run. It was a real nice run there at the end. And then uh, to all the Atherton fans, the last kick was an onside kick, but it was supposed to be a squib kick. Oh. I talked to uh, Max about that. I said, why did you all onside kick the very last kick? He goes, oh, it was supposed to be a squib kick. (laughs) He said, I messed (laughs) up.
0: But it was a good game for Fairdale. Uh, And a big win in the district. Yep. Helps the Bulldogs right along.
2: Yeah, they're in like second or third place now.
0: Mhm. Looking good, looking good. Well, this game we were at ourselves and had the uh, pleasure of calling it over in Shively. It was manual. They've got it 47 here in the paper. but Yeah, it was 41. It was 41-0. Uh, pretty good effort uh, out of the Crimson's. But they're a little more down than I thought they would have been. But there was a lot of injuries on the home side. Well, Friday there was not eight. no
2: box score. Is there uh, one Saturday's, Saturday's paper?
1: They, and uh, and I brought my notes in just in case because we know this has happened. Um, I f- actually, I think we called Manuel's second touchdown on a – it was a five-yard pass, and it was way in the far corner of the end zone, and we called it to Neiman, but it was actually Jalen Carter. Yes, yes. And uh, – but uh, Henderson and uh, – Troy Henderson and Andre Teague each had touchdowns on the ground for Manuel. Um, as we said, Jalen Carter and Will Sissel each caught touchdown passes from – uh, T.J. Comstock, who also had a 63-yard run, and then Bryce Cosby kept the scoring with a 45-yard pass.
0: My man, Bryce.
1: Pass interception, uh, took it all the way in for the final, I, final I score. I had that
0: one from 55 yards out, but I may be mistaken. It seemed like he crossed midfield. He said and, 60 I've, here. 60 in the well, paper. Okay, well, okay.
1: I just guessed when I wrote it down because <laughs> I couldn't figure out where he actually intercepted but the ball. There was, we'll a, take that.
0: there was a nasty block on the Butler quarterback during that return. Yeah. They're always looking for them, and they, they? Oh, they found him. It was, it was not the play. And nowadays you can get called for a penalty for that. Yeah, for yeah, hitting him, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Well, just doing a uh, cheap shot or a blindside, yeah. you can get called for unsportsmanlike uh, conduct right. for that and Unnecess- thrown out of the game.
0: Unnecessary roughness. Or targeting.
1: Targeting, targeting yeah. I, th- I think it depends a lot on, you know, where it is. Like if the quarterback is 40 yards away from the play and you just turn around and haul off, that's one thing. Versus if he is in, in your – guy's way maybe and you come in and catch him and knock him off that's another story you're blocking for touchdown there like you said Kevin it's just a chance to get a cheap shot yeah, yeah yeah
2: I killed somebody one time like that and coach Blakely just screamed his head off at me and I I, I said coach you said go
1: to the it, whistle blows yeah and he's like ah <laughs> he didn't know what to say there's a there's a coach in Texas that probably would have applauded that Ooh. oh yeah well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it uh, again, manual. Yeah, actually, I think this is the first time in quite a while they've gone to what is it, six and zero now? I think that's how'd, the third season in a uh, row they've approached. How's the line look for Manuel? Yeah. How uh, about the defense, Dorsey? Dominating,
0: good. dominant. Uh, yeah, there there wasn't much success on the ground going mm-hmm. against those guys. <laughs> And the, the, the entire defensive unit really looked looked yeah. sound. Offensive line blowing some holes open yeah, here and there. They're there.
1: they're still gelling. One of their starters has been out for a couple of weeks, so then you start mixing and matching and that kind of thing, and it it changes things around a little bit. But they're doing a decent job uh, offensively. And when you're running things like the read option, that kind of helps your offensive line a little bit too, because if they can just get a hold of somebody and uh, take them one way or the other, you can you can almost let them go where they want to go and just keep, keep them going and get them out of the play. And then the quarterback and the running back, read. Neiman
2: catching any passes?
1: Yeah, he caught a few, and we gave him credit for, for one that he didn't catch.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, when you get a defense that's only given up three first downs for a whole game, yeah, dominating field position, it makes the offensive jobs a lot easier. They set the table with good field position, and the special teams have really looked good this year. I don't want to hex them with punt returns, but. Uh,
1: Except for kickoff coverage. Kickoff coverage is, a, yeah. It, it's been a little lacking. Hmm. Yeah,
0: but overall, good. The only thing is about Butler, though, good crowd, and they hung mm-hmm. around to the bitter end. I always hated going to
2: Butler football games because you stood you're stood, or you sat elbow to elbow. Yeah. And they pack it in over there in Butler. Well, and, and I
1: think it would have been even better had they played on a Friday night, but of course, this was a Thursday night game, so they.
2: I liked it. Well, a lot of people had to go to school. I took off uh, or work and. I took off that next morning, so I didn't have to get it was, up.
0: It was homecoming night there, which yep. made it very difficult to get out of their parking lot. Yep. We were probably stuck in traffic. Half oh, an Butler! Hour, yeah, it was we're at, homecoming. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, that's the worst place to uh, probably in Jefferson County to park, besides Mail High School. Yeah, although I have been, I have got out of Mail High School that one year. That mail Manual game, I stood set in there for oh about my goodness, an yeah. hour and yeah. a half. But Butler is one entrance and one exit. Yeah. now you could park behind. The, school, the football field over there, I yeah. forgot that name La Lane yeah, I think you could park there somewhere over there you could park, yeah, but um yeah that's uh, that's the
0: worst. Did they have a police out there directing traffic? No, they were actually working a, when we pulled I think they were <laughs> working a liquor store robbery, <laughs> which was probably part of the problem. They yeah. had four well, cop cars surrounding the liquor store there. a few
2: uh, when uh, somebody I know was in school, in school there uh, in the parking lot, there was gunshots. And everybody was scattered, and I thought, boy, this will make the paper or the news or whatever. Mm -hmm. Nothing. They were just
1: celebrating a touchdown.
2: No, no. It was after the game (laughs) when people were walking to their cars. There's a lot of stuff there, not there, but at every school that you won't hear. Oh, yeah. You know, where they, no, I don't think try to cover it up, but.
0: Unless you're Western. Oh, yeah. Western. (laughs) Yeah. Kid trying to get out of ISAP. Yeah, come on, man. Just take your eyes up and get on. You know, you're causing all this problem, costing taxpayers hundreds of thousands of dollars. You did it two times in a row, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Helicopters flying over and all that stuff. And you can't play around with that stuff anymore. No, you can't, cry Wolf. You can't have those kind of jokes anymore. <laughs> Not so. Yeah. I remember a time when you could kick, you just go down the hallway and pull the fire alarm and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but didn't you get that ink squirted on you? That <laughs> I can remember a time when the kids could hide behind the doors with the fire extinguishers and shoot kids. Mm. They don't do that anymore either. No,
2: if you ever, uh, one of those dust ones or, you yeah. know, if you ever shot one of those, you'll know why you can't play around with those. They will fill up a room fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did one uh, trying to kill a bat one time. Kill a bat? Yeah. <laughs> and I shut the door and the smoke come rolling underneath oh, the boy. door. To where I thought I was gonna set the fire
0: alarm off. Oh boy, is this work or Yeah, was this work or play? Uh no, I can't say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one big game Friday night out there at the oven. Trinity and St. X. Boy, what a terrible. Did, did, did you see
2: uh uh Ben Pine on the uh live coverage? No, I didn't I
1: didn't see any of it.
2: <laughs> this kid, he grabs some kid and he said, Come here and the kid was all in rain gear and he goes, What about this uh and some kid runs up there with the cell phone and says, Howard Stearns blank, Howard Stern's blank, Howard Stern's blank <laughs> and Ben Pine quickly got out of the shot. And said, "I bet you're making your school proud, or something like that." <laughs> it was. It was. Just, it was. Just I'll terrible. have to go back and get, yeah. look oh, it on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, it, oh, I wonder if it's on there. Oh, that's great. Because it was a, like a maybe a freshman or an eighth grader looked like kid uh-huh. doing it. Yeah, I was like, "What's his parents gonna say?" <laughs> it was. Hey, kid. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's it. Encourage
0: Yeah. Nobody, no property was damaged though. No, yeah. no, well, just just sticks and stones. <laughs> sticks and stones. I missed that. Yeah, I'll have yeah. to go back and check that out. Uh, game played in the rain, miserable. Yeah, third about, year
1: in a row it's raining on that game.
0: And a crowd of only thirteen thousand there, and they it's were. Raining. Yeah, that was the uh, um, that was the hardcore, you know, fan base from both schools that. Uh, Pretty good football game, a good defensive struggle. Uh, Trinity mm-hmm. really struggled with the punting game. They gave up uh, first touchdown, the snap went over the center's head, and X took over on the two, punched it in for a lead. Trinity kept it on the ground, went up 20-7, to and they botched another punt before half, and X put in another field goal, 20-10 to at the half. Same thing in the third quarter, make yep. it 20-13, to and then there was a safety via a high snap over the punter's head that made it 20-15, to and that's how it ended.
1: Well, and, you know, we – we talk about it, and people may think that we overanalyze things, but we talk about it all the time. That in the kicking game, the long snapper is extremely important. Whether it's a punt or a field Mary. goal or an extra point, it's got us on the extra points and field goals. You got to have a good snap, a good hold, and a good kick. It's not just all on the kicker. And on a punt, how many times a few years ago was it two two punts in a row that Central gave away a game to Manual right yeah, out here yeah. at Manual Stadium mm-hmm. that way, and uh, and it can happen and. Normally you don't expect that from a um, team like Trinity. But the wind and the
0: rain, and uh, I haven't been to Papa John's in a very windy or rainy. You wonder the stadium itself, what impact it had with the swirling.
1: It's going to swirl in there. And plus, uh, Mm -hmm. when, when, in in a game of that magnitude, when you're a kid and you snap one bad, now it's in your head. Mm -hmm. Ask
2: Indiana how a bad snap that cost them the game. They could have, they had a chance to tie it.
0: Yeah. And uh, a bad snap. Yeah. Um, Quite a game, though, 20-15 to 15 yeah. in the in the rain. X had three interceptions, and their two losses on the year have come on very rainy nights.
1: Yeah, yeah, so you, you've you got to wonder, are, are, is Manuel kind of setting up a bunch of sprinklers that if it doesn't rain that will shoot water over the stands down onto the field on Friday night? Well, for better or worse, there's a 60% chance of <laughs> rain on Friday.
0: Is there really? Yeah, it's not going to do much for ticket sales, but yeah. th- there will be inclement weather here Man, in the stadium. That's And and you know I'd I'd rather play on a dry field. Yeah.
1: One thing to stop and think about too, when they plan every year that that game on the same night, so the alumni can come back and have get-togethers and stuff like that, which is how they sell their tickets and all that. And and you know, believe me, I'm not a fan of either one of those schools, but it's a shame because of the attention it draws nationwide into Louisville for that game that they can yep. only get 13000 out there.
0: Well, you wonder how many tickets were actually sold to the people that said we bought our tickets we'll, yeah, and we'll just stay home. Yeah, and, we'll just yeah. stay home. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. A lot of advanced ticket sales, and they told the school keep the cash.
1: Money-wise money – that's one thing, but atmosphere-wise, yeah, atmosphere wise, there's it's just something, something about, about playing in front of a big crowd.
0: And the seniors on both teams, you yeah. think, well, they, they live for that. and Then you look around and you're thinking, it's cavernous. There's no one yeah. here because of the rain. But yeah. When Trinity finishes out their year with Eastern, Seneca, and Ballard. Uh, the only one that would give them any type of game would be the Bruins. Yeah, and then
2: X finishes theirs out with Manuel, Mayo, Butler, and Cincinnati, X. So I'd say, uh, CNX has a harder schedule coming up. Yeah, you're probably right.
0: Well, you think it's time to dust off. What do you got over there? Is it Magic 8 Ball or is it the, uh, it's Howard Stern's. Oh. oh, Put that away, Kevin. That's not any type of divining rod we're going to use here. Get that out of the studio. That was too funny. Hey, kid, if if you're listening to
2: our show, send us an email at <laughs> old
1: goat Radio at com.
0: We'll make you player of the week. He's definitely got some award coming to him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we'll move on here. Uh, Here comes our picks for this upcoming weekend. Uh, Washington County, get on the bus, come from uh, nice countryside down that way. Mm -hmm. They come over here to uh, Louisville, take on the Shawnee. uh,
2: Where's it at? I don't even know. At Shawnee. No, I mean Washington County.
1: It's down that way. Kind of. South.
2: south, over by Saint X. <laughs> <laughs> Just where a, little, a, little,
1: a little past Saint X. <laughs> they are no, the Washington. They're, they're Washington County, I think, butts up to Nelson County at some. point. Yeah, they're point, south of large okay.
0: uh, Town, and they are the Washington, and that is named after General Washington. They are the Washington County generals. Uh, generals, our commanders, one or the other. Okay, commanders uh, would be a cool one. Yeah, they're blue and yellow, and uh, so is Shawnee. I don't think it's going to matter much because I think Washington County goes to three and three on year the easy
1: win at Shawnee.
2: Yeah, I'm going with anybody that plays Shawnee.
1: I I think Washington County will win this
2: one. I want to see who Shawnee's head coach is.
0: Yeah, let's find that out if we can. Go
1: ahead. It
2: is Jason Benning Wyatt. Is he a lawyer or what? And now I don't have He's, my uh, glasses it's on. His but, first season or not? Uh. I don't probably so because I've never heard of him.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a tough assignment down there at Shawnee. It oh just, no, kidding! Because it, they've a, been beat forty to six, forty
2: nine to six, forty nine to nothing, and uh, Eminence, uh that they uh, got beat by. Now I thought everybody beat Eminence, and Valley just beat them bad.
0: Yeah, and just uh, it's it's a tough assignment down there for so many reasons. Uh, you're gonna have to pull from um, Central. Yeah, and that's it. That's the total key right there. Central's proven it can be done. Yeah, yeah, and, you're right. And the kids flock to a winning program. And cool jerseys and helmets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and what, what, what you see what Central's done in the last 20, 25 years. Yeah. There was a time when these two programs are on an even keel with each other. Central has just marketed themselves, and the kids yeah. responded to it. It's going Central. to take a charismatic coach at Shawnee to pull them kids back.
1: Central also is a magnet program that can draw from all over town. Yeah, too. that's true. So well, Shawnee, Shawnee, has Shawnee has
0: aviation, kind of a. Central <laughs> has a program that can draw from all over. <laughs> so yeah, everybody agrees, Washington County over Shawnee. Yes. Sure. 3A football, Henry, this ought to be a good one. Henry County comes in undefeated, 6-0 and on the year to St. Matthews to take on the Wagner Wildcats at 2-4. and four. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going with Wagner. That is a far limb. I think they get it done. Hen- they played. They were competitive with Central. I think this team through six weeks has probably started to gel by now, and they've got some athletes over there that can make it happen. Henry County by 30. Oh, boy.
1: I'm not going to go that far, but I think Henry County uh, will win it. And uh, and don't forget, Wagner's got some injuries, too. So, uh, But I said before, Wagner's come a long way, and I think better things are coming for him. But good facilities yeah, out
2: there, at that, Wagner, too. Henry
1: County just has a I, – I think people don't realize how good they are. Now, we'll find out when they play Central.
0: Doss, 3-3 three and three on the year. They go to Fern Creek. The Tigers, 6-1. and one. It's going to be uh, a magical season for the Tigers. 2-0, oh, I believe, in
2: district. two 2-0 oh in the district. I, uh, I don't believe anybody will touch Fern Creek in
0: our dis- in the district.
1: I agree with Kevin. Fern Creek's going to win this one easily.
0: KCD, 3-3. Three and three. Hit the Dixie Highway, take on the Holy Cross Cougars.
2: This is going to be a good game for KCD to see if, what they really have. Yeah. They, they've played some good teams, and, and they've been beaten. You know, they've won some good ones. Holy Cross, uh, it's a borderline team don't know if they're really good i know they got that the able kid at at a defensive back uh and i think he's a receiver too or something because i've seen him on tv catching passes
1: i'm gonna go with kcd kcd i'm going with the cougars washington county is the commanders by the way
2: oh cool name
1: thanks thanks to the fans who lit up the phone lines here at old goat radio
2: did the kid call in from Howard Stern?
1: <laughs> haven't, heard, haven't heard him yet. But Howard Stern's on line two for you,
0: Kevin. <laughs> I'm busy, Howard. You're going to have to wait.
1: <laughs> well, I can't repeat what he just said.
0: Bardstown, three and three. Come over to take on the Moore Mustangs at three and three. Big district matchup here. I like the Tigers. Yeah, oh, I is like Is this Bardstown. the week of the Tigers? I'm going to go with Moore. Okay. I don't know why, but.
1: I like Bardstown in this game.
0: And then, then you got Central at 4-2, and they're headed – they'll probably pass Bardstown on yeah. the highway down to Bardstown <laughs> to take on Thomas Nelson at 1-5. That new kid on the block, the Thomas Nelson, and I think they're the generals.
1: Uh, yeah, I believe they are the generals.
0: And I think uh, – Nice facilities down there. Oh, it's a pretty campus down there. Yeah. It's a really nice place.
2: You know, there's schools and then there's campuses. That's a camp. Eye.
0: Yeah. Is that the right word? Uh, I think so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with Central.
1: Yeah. Like,
2: I, I, Central's going to win out.
1: Central is doing a, a Central – having a Central-esque season, I guess you might say. Started a little bit rough. Uh, came on. got a, The first thing they did that was kind of out of their character was beating St. X because they had never done it before. But they're getting better every week and preparing for the playoffs like they do every year.
0: Ne- Thomas Nelson, of course, the, they're just in their infancy. But – a lot like uh, Shelby County when uh, Collins opened up, Shelby County really suffered from that. Now Shelby County's on the upswing. Yep. Same thing with the Oldham County schools. It was Oldham County all by them lonesome for years and all yeah. of a sudden they opened up the north and the south and they they're suffering this year but you figure uh, it all balances out in a few seasons. I'd like
2: to see what Central's going to do next year cuz they got a lot of seniors.
0: Oh yeah. They're, they're one
2: they're like mail. They're one of those teams that's got a lot of seniors.
1: They'll reload
2: so, okay, that it, North Fleet seems like he's been a quarterback forever.
1: Yeah. yeah, this game, next year he's going to be a coach. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's working on his degree. <laughs> this is a big game, and, and it, you mean by looking at it on on paper here, it doesn't seem like it's a big game, but it's a big game for a couple of reasons. Jtown one and six travels to Seneca zero oh, and six. Now this is a district matchup. Why is this a big game, and why has this one piqued my curiosity? Okay, here's what the winner gets: a first round playoff game against mail at mail. The loser gets to go somewhere in northern Kentucky to, to obviously take on a lesser opponent. <laughs> Do you take a dive on this game?
1: No, Do you, you try to win. Dive?
0: Try to win, get your season over with as quick as
1: possible. I I don't I don't think you take a dive, but you know that <laughs> you get <guess, laughs> suspicious <laughs> play you calls know, maybe. Well, yeah, that, that might be it. <laughs> Coach coach, are we gonna go for two to try to win the game? Yeah. Uh run a quick kick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just take a knee. Yeah. <laughs> take a go knee. Go into victory formation. But coach, we haven't scored that.
2: It doesn't <laughs> get any better for Seneca after they played J because then they played Trinity, Eastern and Iroquois.
0: No, it's just it's it's one of those years and they're just gonna have to persevere. Theodore Leeser, Ted Leeser. Most schools will go through this every once in a while. Yes. Well he's gotta build it back up. Yeah. Most schools are going to have to go through that. and two or three seasons down the road, it will all be a fond memory for their opponents. I
2: don't know. They're in six A's. Or a
0: recurring nightmare. Yeah, depending on the neighborhood you live in. They were pretty good a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, they've had their – Seneca's had some success over the Mm -hmm. years. Aircoy, two and four. And this is kind of a rivalry game. They go against Atherton, two and five. I'm not sure. Maybe there was a traveling trophy was it between Atherton and Aircoire or was it Atherton and Shawnee? Once had? Atherton and Shawnee. Shawnee. Okay. Was it a barrel or they played for? Or?
1: I'm not sure what it was they played for, but, but it was the a... unique thing about that was was they were two former all-female schools mm-hmm. that when the male and female populations were put together, they both became co-ed schools.
0: And they both fielded football teams and yeah. obviously became uh natural rivals with each other. Ath um Iroquois success Will not,
2: not be repeated for years to come, as they had last year. They, I'm going to yeah, go with yeah. I, I. I'm going to pick Atherton, but I think Aircoys is probably going to win. I'm picking upsets this week. I'm going to pick Atherton too.
1: I picked Atherton too. I, I would. I thought when I when I underscored Atherton, I thought, well, I'll be the only guy picking Atherton in this game. But
0: well, it's at Atherton. Here's what I remember about Atherton. Oh. <laughs> I get a the, headache now. Is the Fog Bowls. How many guys – contact us. You don't have to be a manual player. How many former players out here in Louisville had to visit the Fog Bowl of Atherton? Yeah. Contact us at Old Goat Radio at com. I can remember that being manual. In our era, that was – you were subject to getting beat by these guys. Yeah, and yeah absolutely. And it would be an upset. They were like the little uh, – They were good. They were good. And, and they, had, was, they had something special for us. And that was the uh, even if was, we got our – rocks thrown through the bus. Yeah, even if it, they had something special for us, even if it was a brick thrown through our window yeah. after the game, they really wanted to beat us. There was no skateboards in those days. They just no. Uh, there wasn't skateboards it was, flying through the window. I can remember after the game, Coach Fott saying, keep your helmets on and stick together going up the hill. And I remember getting a few punches <laughs> landed on me. I don't know about the rest of the team, but, yeah, there were some kids taking some pot shots at us as we went through the dark up there.
2: Yeah, it, it's a, yeah. a haul. You yep. got to go past the baseball field, past the parking lot. Yeah,
0: you know, you got that's a far haul. And there were some hooligans back in those days
1: over there at Etherton. I remember a, a, a wet, muddy field after a two-week drought. Over there. Over there. <laughs> <And> <laughs> where the I'm just water saying, main, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, where the water
0: main broke or what? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a fun place to watch yeah. a football game. Uh, I like it. Campus over, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a, yeah, beautiful it's high a very nice over. campus. That's a campus. That's a beautiful yes. campus. Yeah. A lovely neighborhood too. You you think they'd have more uh, success on the uh, in sports, but it's been lacking.
1: I kind of I think that they fall into some of the traps that some of the other schools do. That a lot of the a lot of the uh, especially Foreigners. football players who live yeah. close, yeah, uh, choose to go somewhere else and play because it is it it's not the easiest place to get to, even though it's. Kind of right in the heart of Louisville. It's in the yeah. middle of a neighborhood.
0: Yeah. And a very nice neighborhood. It's a nice place to live. Yeah. If you can afford the, the real estate there. But anyway, I think the Rebels are going to win and go three and five on the year. Big um, private school battle here. And this one's been uh, good for the last three or four seasons. Yeah. Both teams are capable of winning championships at that 2A level. The d- Colts of DeSales have done it two years in a row. They're five and one. They're going to hit the road and take on Christian Academy four and two. Now, Christian Academy lost the first game of the year to uh, Simon Kenton, a 6A team. It's uh, uh, on a tear this season, so the, the records probably thumbles out. This is probably an evenly matched game. I'm going to go with the
1: sales.
2: Oh, I'm going to go with Cal. Cal. Cal
1: usually wins it during the regular season. I was just going to say the same thing. The last two years, Cal's won it during the regular season, and Desales has won the state championship. I'm not sure this year will be any different, but I think Cal. Right now, Cal's got everything working for them, and I think that they're going to win it.
2: That Simon Kenton game was 50 to 23.
1: Yeah, yeah. Early on,
2: and then they also lost to Central 28 to 21. So
1: yeah, and people were calling that an upset. I, I, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know Cal's been a pretty good two A team for a number of years, and and, and then they come in and say. Well Central Central held on an upset cow and I'm thinking. Really? Wait, have you looked at yeah, the we- body of work that Central and Ty Scroggins have done over the last eight to ten years? Yeah. Why is this an upset? It's, it shouldn't be an upset when Central beats anybody. Especially a team from lower mm-hmm. classification.
0: It's yeah. a good series. I'm glad to see them play each other yeah. too.
2: D Sales uh, has a pretty easy schedule after that. They got Washington County, Shawnee and Southern.
0: Uh yeah. Uh, they're gonna finish out nine and well, if they win Friday, they'll finish out nine and one. No worse than eight and two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Eastern three and three. And they're gonna travel up Shelbyville Road to take on Trinity at six and one. This one won't be close.
2: No. And I say everybody when you get done with the Trinity game, go to Cole's Pizza. C O A L S Cole's Pizza, Best Pizza around. Really? Really? Oh, it's up? good. It's where the Vogue Theater is, the back side of the Vogue oh, yeah. Theater. Oh, okay. yeah.
0: Okay, Oh, wow. It's in
2: Artisan Pizza or Artesian Pizza, whatever you want to uh-huh. call
0: it. Really good pizza. Well, we'll have to do a remote show from there. Thanks for bringing they're that up. Too, yeah.
2: They're yeah. probably a little too classy for us. <laughs> 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 oh, you pick up your pizza around
0: the
1: back. Yeah. <laughs> two pizzas and Carrietta two cokes only. and
2: a salad, $50.
1: Oh. Yeah, okay. Oh.
2: But it's, it's like you've never ate pizza before.
0: It's delicious. You know where they bring their recruits at? Yeah. <laughs> we'll stop right there with recruits and books and all yeah, that stuff. That, that was just, That's you know, too close to the other restaurant of never mind. <laughs> We're going to drift into some college uh, stuff we shouldn't get into. I've just got a handwritten a note from my lawyer to stop. Stop right now. Don't go there. Okay, Southern, 2-4 and against Fairdale. At Fairdale, 2-4. and This is a bonafide rivalry game. This is going to be a tough game. This is an old neighborhood game. And it has similar roots as the Male Manual Series because uh, Fairdale and at one time Fairdale and Oklahoma High Schools merged to become Southern High School. And then with the population boom, Fairdale reopened. so Made it kind of a natural rival- rivalry, kind of like Male and Manual. And Southern's coach is Fairdale's old coach. Oh, that ought to stir the pot
2: yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I can't think. Name. i don't
1: think southern is good as their record and their record's only two and four and i don't think fairdale is as bad as their two and four record would suggest so i think fairdale's gonna win the game
0: i think they win convincingly and probably finish out six and four kevin who do the, who do the bulldogs have the rest of the way out
2: uh dallas eriquois and holy cross after southern
0: very winnable games yeah
2: yeah i'm gonna go with fairdale in this uh and Mike Gossett is uh, Southern's coach. That was Fairfield's coach.
0: Yeah, that's the name has been around the coaching ranks for a long time. Yeah, I think he did some stints it, maybe at Ballard, too. Well, no, it's Catlett. Catlett, okay. And Catlett was at Faraday, too. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking
2: of. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I, I was wondering if that was the same guy, but, yeah, I think it is.
0: Here's an old uh, neighborhood rivalry on Dixie Highway Western, two and four, at Valley, four and two. I'm going to go with Valley and four fights. <laughs> Because <laughs> this is
2: going to be a grudge match. Here. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's the old. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Vikings too.
1: Yeah, Valley seems to be on an uptick this year. So, and Western is not the Western that we've seen the last couple of years.
0: I know, growing up, you always heard about the you know, the games out there at Valley. Uh, there was always the obligatory fight in the valley parking lot after the game. There was always some kind of you, you know, know the guys who had graduated two or three years before just couldn't let go. Of course, they <laughs> just couldn't let it go, and have they were you there seen to stir up trouble.
2: Have you seen any fights lately? In any of the games? No, no. I haven't either. I haven't seen anything. What's wrong with you kids? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Getting
0: up in front of the camera and hollering, hired Stearns, you know what? (laughs) Get out there and swing some. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of these – sadly, there's a lot of these teams that don't have much fan support, much less than Uh, any thugs associated with the program. Like in the old days, you could expect, you know, every team kind of had their – I don't Um, remember Germantown. Yeah, Aeroquois had their – there are a militia that would come over here to the stadium. I remember uh, both crowds trying to empty out on the Pendale side of the stadium back in the day and the police being there to push them back. You yeah. knew when there was a fight going on. You, you could you, see hear the, yeah. you could hear the rumbling. Yeah. When we played, we were on the field and we saw the air coy yeah. bleachers emptying out, and you looked over your shoulder and we're like, here it comes. <laughs> and then there was Ed Martin, please remain seated. <laughs> Get back in your seats. You will be arrested. <laughs> Is that who <laughs> our
2: announcer was? It was
0: Ed Martin? Yeah, yeah. Years, years and years. And years oh, yeah, did a great. Yeah, Ed Martin for Coca-Cola. Your, well, the, what, the tonight's game is brought to you by the friendly bottlers of Coca-Cola.
1: That's right. Yeah. Good huh. evening, and how
0: did they go? Good evening, and welcome. You know, Manual Stadium. That's right. Good evening, and welcome. We'll start out our broadcast with that from now on. <laughs> Big night nice Ed, a Ed Martin. Yeah, Ed Martin. not to YouTube with that. Maybe somebody does have it audio around. Yeah, I doubt it. I met him with a couple of alumni phones. Is he still living? Yeah. Why ain't he still doing it? I tr- I tried to talk to him but he was like, Get away, kid. Yeah. I heard your work. No I, autographs. I heard your work and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> if I was there, you wouldn't even get in the press box. <laughs> <laughs> he's kinda like the Frank Sinatra he's type. He's probably of... friends with Bob White then. <laughs> he's probably he probably is. You know, he's old he's kind of at, uh, the pinstripe suit type of guy yeah. that there was always those hooligans out there to break your arm or something and if you Yeah. Yeah, well, good evening, and welcome to Manuel Stadium. Tonight's contest between the Manuel Crimson's and the St. Xavier Tigers is brought to you by the friendly bottlers of Coca-Cola. Remember the old Coca-Cola bottle mm, out sound, there underneath the yeah. scoreboard? Well, those were the days. Well, yeah, yeah. the echo through the old PA system. There, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, he had the wah, wah pedals he spoke, kind of gave it a <laughs> nice echo. Who's doing it now?
1: That uh, same guy? Chris Friedberger. Chris okay, Friedenberger. same
0: guy. At one time the PA announcer here at the stadium, uh he he's now uh, since St. Next opened up their stadium, he's their current PA guy. Yeah. I can't think of his name. I like Frudenberger.
2: Okay oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> That just blew our headsets off <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give oh, me a little
1: warning wow. next time, Kevin. <laughs> Whoa. Holy cow. Oh, I need, I need, That's I need,
0: what it sounds like out there, doesn't it? <laughs> I need some cotton balls. I've got blood coming out of my eardrums. From the, <laughs>
2: everybody everybody loves to emphasize the first down.
0: Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. the music. Well, that's the way the kids like it now. That. I, I think, uh, well, I'll say this about Butler. Going out there and watching their warm-ups, there was music played during the warm-ups. There was no lyrics. And that suited me just fine. matter of fact, one song they played had a catchy riff to it. I thought, what song is that? I know that guitar riff, but there's no, there's no lyrics no it. It's a
2: Shazam next time. Shazam? Yeah. Okay. Shazam it. Uh, is that what Harry, yeah.
0: Coward Stern Shazam? Is that what the kid was screaming?
2: No. <laughs> um, I do the uh, music for the baseball team, uh-huh. and lots of times they give me the what their walkout song is, and there's not even ten seconds of clean music in it. And it's like, what? How am I supposed to play this? Yeah. So I'll have to get the instrumental version. Good idea. And that's what I told him. If, if it's a nasty song, I'm not going to spend two hours cutting the words out. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. just it'll be instrumental.
0: Yeah, and
1: that's. Uh, that's we good. could just record you singing it. That'd probably stop them getting from any walk-up song. Boom. <laughs>
0: How about we just go back to some old-fashioned marching band music? Yeah, yeah, that's what I like. And by the way, what's up with Manuel now? They'll play stand-up and cheer, but I've noticed the last few seasons they will not play red and white. They need to bring back red and white, white up after and
2: cheer. They still play it Wait some. What's that one? Red and white.
1: <laughs> hurrah, red. For the, the red, <laughs> hurrah for the red! Hurrah oh, for the red and white!
2: Oh. You know, I probably some of that has to do with the coaching, what they want to hear, or maybe the uh, band director.
0: Yeah, well, they should go back to playing Do they both. still
2: have the uh, baton twirlers?
0: The uh, major, what's the called? Majorette. You call it? Major... Majorette. Or no, drum, I mean the baton twirlers. Drum major. Oh, the, the, oh, not yeah. the dude
2: that goes out yeah. there with the tall hats. The drum major. Yeah. Oh,
0: you're talking about just the uh, the baton? If, if, if baton? there's somebody yeah. in
1: school who does it, then yeah. But that doesn't mean that they're out there. They used year.
2: to have like six girls yeah. doing it. Remember Pam uh, Hutchison, or not Hutchison, um.
0: Lindsay was one of them. I remember one year Lou uh's daughter did it, and she—I think he lived in Bowling Green at the time—but she was a guest uh, oh, okay. baton player, and I think she she twirled with the on fire. She was very good. She performed at things. When day. I
1: when I was down at Eastern Kentucky, they had just planted Bermuda grass in the new stadium down there, and it was the first season. You know how Bermuda grass turns brown. Mm-hmm. They had a baton twirler. Oh boy. <laughs> Doing the the flaming baton and actually set, <laughs> set the, the field, field on, on fire. fire. Wow,
0: <laughs> which happened to the St. Louis Rams yeah. last week in an indoor uh, plastic field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pyrotechnics. What do you expect? Yeah, what do you expect? Okay, another big Dixie Highway rivalry. It's kind of funny now how it's evolved. It's PRP and Butler are these big rivals, but there was a time it was PRP and Valley were the big rivals. Right. Who played for a. Uh, I know who the ma- – I know what the traveling trophy was. If anybody else knows, we'll reveal it next week. Contact us at old goat Radio at twc.com. One of the most unique traveling trophies was between Valley and PRP. Western and Butler, they did play for a barrel, and I think when they do meet, occasionally they, that traveling trophy is exchanged. It's not a barrel like the Mel manual one. This is like a big uh, industrial barrel. They probably oh, okay. got it from 7th Street. They- <laughs> They <laughs> probably got it over there from Rubber Town or whatever.
1: <laughs> it it, <laughs> it's, it it's, it's, it's was what they poured in the sewers back yeah. when Hill Street blew up. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: exactly what it was. And they actually made a couple of movies called The Toxic Avenger. Drank are. from that drum. <laughs> uh, it's, about, it's it's PRP 4 and th- uh, 3. They're traveling down the Shively, Butler 2 and 5. Um, here's an interesting thing about this game. Just like J-Town Seneca, the winner... Will play Trinity in the first round. The loser gets to go to Northern Kentucky. Do you think, about or Crook, that somebody says, "Wait a minute"? <laughs> I, if you're, if we have serious state state championship intentions, we know the easier bracket is escaping yeah. Trinity.
2: When neither you, one of these teams are state contenders.
1: Yeah, but it it could be a difference in playing two or three games before you wind up playing somebody really tough versus. You know, if you ain't
2: gonna it. win, it just get your season done and over with.
1: <laughs> I, I, I think PRP wants to win the game. I yeah. think it's enough of a na- neighborhood thing that they'll come out and, and put everything out there on the line. But it's certainly something to think about. And um, if there was a sus- at all
0: levels, if there was a suspicious play calling or whatever, I'm sure yeah. it would raise more than a few eyebrows. That you owe it to yeah. the school to play to win. I'm going with PRP. I think the yep. Panthers win I this one PRP. easily.
2: Butler's and, really taking a fall.
0: And I, I saved this one for last. <clears throat> X comes in at 4-2. and two. They've lost to the Central in the rain. they lost to the Trinity in the rain. Taking on an undefeated manual team, 6-0. and oh. We've seen this movie many times before. Yep. How many yep. of Friday the 13th movies did they make? At least 13 <laughs> sequels of it. We know how it ends. Yeah. Jason is killed. And then, miraculously, Jason's not dead. Yeah, we chopped his head off. No, he's still yeah. back. He gets up. He he's back, back for yeah. another, another. And he's back for another movie. It's Freddy versus Jason. It's this and that. There's whatever you do, he keeps coming back. And it's been 22 years in a row now. That monster is still alive, and it's still a nightmare. There's an SEC commercial of a guy who's in bed, and you start hearing it's night nightfall, and you start seeing lightning crackling, and then he looks out his bedroom window. He sees all the SEC mascots like zombies coming toward his house. I don't know about you, but ever since Thursday night, I've looked out my back door, (laughs) and I've seen this tiger swinging a tail. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Well, sooner or later, we said this last year, sooner or later, Manuel's got to break that. that Got the breakthrough.
1: I agree that sooner or later, it it should happen, and I think that this Manuel team is certainly capable of beating St. X. However they got to prove it to me. Until they prove it to me that, that they can get over the mental hurdle of playing the Tigers, I'm not going to pick them. So I think St. X is going to win.
2: Well, i tell you, Manuel's had a fairly decent schedule. A few few bunnies thrown in there. And to be 6-0 <clears throat> is a pretty good accomplishment. Absolutely, I agree with you the 100%. Mean, they did beat Central and they did beat Fern Creek. And Ballard, uh, I'm gonna give it those are, are tough games.
1: They also could have lost all three of those games, so that shows a little bit about their mental fortitude that they they came back on those teams uh, after being behind and then held off the Ballard game especially. They held on to win. So again, that that it they've got a good mental approach. All that stuff is is right, but I've picked them quite a few years and they've let me down. I'm saying not this time. I'm picking St. X.
2: And then St. X barely mm-hmm. lost to PRP 21-13. to No, well, they, they
1: they barely beat they, PRP. Yeah,
2: that's what PRP. I mean, yeah. They barely beat them. And then they, um, I don't know. man. I, I, I'm going to say this is Manuel's year. I'm going to give it to Manuel. I'm
0: going to say uh, Manuel can ill afford to make the mistakes they've made uh, against Absolutely. Central early on. Uh, even the Fern Creek you give it at the block field goal that got ran back for a touchdown. And the Ballard game was unexcusable. They didn't deserve to win that game. I'm sorry if that makes anybody mad. <laughs> that was just, David Wright. <laughs> that was one man's opinion. They, they pulled, they, they you know, of course, down through the years, Ballard stole a few games from us, and I right. really thought Manuel had stolen that game from Ballard. Uh, I'm going to go with Manuel. I've got nothing to lose, but uh, sooner or later they've got a breakthrough. But you're right, they've, they've let me down. Yeah. And you, if you make any of those turnovers, it won't be close.
1: It's just just prove to me that you can get over the mental hurdle. I don't think it's anything physical. I think it's mental that – somewhere the switch is flipped in the middle of the third quarter, sometimes right before the game starts, sometimes it may be late in the fourth quarter, but it's all of a sudden that switch is flipped. and We might win this game. What's going to happen? And, and then something does happen. It's uncanny.
0: I'm just going to say, there's no pressure. No. But this is the fifth coach. Fifth manual coach during this losing streak. Yeah,
1: 1993 it said in the
0: paper. It goes back a long way. So there's, he's the fifth, the current coaching staff is the fifth regime to come in. And many have been shown the door because of this series.
1: Yeah. We've discussed the Courier-Journal. Did Have you guys read today's paper yet? No. Uh, you know, Jason Frakes puts his top five of all classifications yes. in. Guess power picks get, or something. His, pa- his power five or whatever. Guess who moved out of the top five and who moved into the top five.
0: I, have, I I wouldn't be surprised either way. All
1: right. St. X moved out. Okay. They were replaced by a 6-0 team that they're going to play on Friday night. What more bulletin board material, material do they you? need? Yeah, Besides listening to our show, and we've yeah. been contacted <laughs> through the years.
0: We don't give a pep talk. We listen to High School Sunday. That's all we need. We listen to it in the locker room before we get dressed. Hey, uh, is the game over here? It's at yes. home. Well, uh, what do we
2: need, four toboggans? That would be nice. <laughs> Bring us four toboggans and uh... – I guarantee you the boys will wear them while they're broadcasting.
0: Yeah, that, that we will pose for pictures after the game, win or lose. We're going to be good I sports about it. We we'll don't come have
1: out. a problem at all accepting
0: that. We'll come out and put the toboggans on and sign up. pictures. you all get to
2: rub elbows with the real um, radio
1: crew out there, don't you? John Spears uh, yeah. does an excellent job. For they the do. They game.
0: do a good job. Yeah, and uh, they, they usually call it a fairly good game. And they're mm-hmm. a lot of fun to talk to yeah. after the game, too. Yeah, nice guys. Yeah. yeah. And we look forward to visiting with our – friends from the Xavier and brothers. Is that how you say it? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. There was another Howard
2: Stern shot
0: Yeah, this Howard Stern thing is pretty big. We're getting all kinds of uh, instant messages here that talk about it more. We're going to leave it at Shazam. There you go. Shazam. So, for Buzz Frank, Kevin Cole, this is Dave.